Welcome into the Husker 24-7 podcast. Mike Schaefer here, Brian Christopherson, Michael Brunson, their respective domiciles. Gentlemen, are you weathering out this big April snowstorm? Yes. It's, yeah, uh, I'm doing well. I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Brunson. Was that, like, on purpose, or was BC on delay there? <laughs> no, it's... Uh, I'm just basically uh, debating whether or not I want to whether or not I want to scoop between now and noon tomorrow, and I'm leaning towards no. I'm going to let the sun do its thing. I think that's fair. Brian? Uh, it's a perfect snow day. I mean, I, I wasn't leaving my house anyway. It, it, it might as well be this weather. It could be 70 degrees, and I wasn't really going to go out either. So this is fine. It's just like uh, being in a little snow globe for a day. Did you, did you get provisions at the store? I know there were some people that were concerned. Last podcast, you had said that you hadn't left yet. Uh, just just want to make sure that you're doing okay. $290 worth. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we know who yeah. makes the most money on this website. Jeez. No, it's, it's, it's like a three or four week uh, deal. Uh, there's some- a little girl behind and her mom behind me in line at High V, and she, the little girl, I kid you not, asked her mom, why, did, why does that man have so much stuff? And it took like, because it took like 15 minutes to, for me to go through the, the checkout line. Well, how, many, how many cans of beans did you buy? Are you hoarding now? Or are you one of those people? I don't know. I don't look at it that way. I, I got one uh, deal of toilet paper that had like six rolls. And uh, a bunch of soup and a few th- I, cooking things. I, I'm kind of a chef now, so I, I need various items for, you know, like 10 to 12 different recipes that I might do. What is, what is something you made this week? The What's quarantine it? filet mignon? Jeez. Well, I haven't made anything yet, but I, I, I am making my famous soup. I call it the famous soup. You guys have seen pictures of it. The tortellini? Um, you said it was... Yeah, you said it looked pretty tasty. You might have just been yeah. blowing smoke. No, but, it looked good. Um, but uh, I'm going to probably make that after this uh, after this podcast. All right. Well, we, we won't want to waste any more time then, so that way you can get into the tortellini cooking and, and make use of all of the groceries that you're hoarding that hopefully won't expire on you. So. <laughs> all, all right. right. <laughs> uh, so where we left things, we we started on Tuesday. If you missed Tuesday's podcast, you might be a little bit confused by things. But basically what we're doing is we're having a draft of three different rosters using Nebraska's spring-only roster of the 2020 season. And we are drafting a, a uh, offense and a defense, 22 total players. Because of some calculation errors, we only drafted 18 players the uh, on, on Tuesday. So – We've got a lot of work to make up that, that ground today. But, Brian, as you, you had some time to look at your roster that you've assembled, you started off with, with what I think was a heavy favorite to go number one in Wandale Robinson. You followed it up with Matt Farniak and Will Honus. You came back with Brody Belt and Travis Vokalek. And you finished things off on Tuesday with Cade Warner. That was the last pick. You've had some time to think about your team. You've had some time to think about the next pick. You've had some time to think about how you're going to insult Jack Stoll on today's podcast where are you landing at that point first off jack soul's gonna come across some of these things that have been on twitter and think that i really don't like him when i'm actually (laughs) a big fan of jack stoll and i was maybe gonna propose a trade for bronze for for our tight ends but i'm not we don't have enough time for that um so i'm gonna stick with what i got my next pick though all right we're going yeah it's ethan piper uh, who I feel is a versatile offensive lineman on the come, as uh, former Husker coaches like Ted Gilmore might have said. Um, he could be a guard. He could be a center. I think he's a good value pick. I like that pick for you, Brian. That gives you your second offensive lineman. He joins Matt Farniak, who you already have on the offensive line. You, you have some versatile guys there. Farniak could be a tackle for you. Piper could play center, or he could play guard. There you go. All right. Who's up next, Bronze? Even a uh, friend of the pod, Todd Peterson, kind of got after your ass a little bit about the, the, your dislike of, of Jack Stoll on Twitter. I was a little surprised. <laughs> I lo- I'm the biggest fan of Stoll of anybody here. <laughs> I just wanted that to be clear. This All is right. how narratives get formed. Uh, <laughs> so, end with BC growing out his own Stoll bullet. 
for, <laughs> for stole it. It's a stole it. I stole it. Yeah. So I, I didn't like that storyline. I'm glad that storyline disappeared. That was the most overplayed thing we had in the media last year. But anyway, go ahead. So I went heavy on offense. Uh, my first six picks, everybody on offense um, is where I went last time. Did Mills, McCaffrey, Ramir Johnson, Jurgen, Stoll, Bo Wilson. I'm going to get a little defensive right out of the gates here. Um, I think that I, I my squad is going to need to stop the run and dominate the line of scrimmage. Uh, saying that, I, I it starts in the middle. I, I'm going to get uh, get off the board here with Ty Robinson um, as my pick to start building my defense around. I, li- I like his versatility. I like him, uh, you know, as a difference maker, not only for this this particular draft, but in the future. So Ty Robinson is my pick. So I, I'm curious, did you consider any other defensive linemen? This is only the third defensive player taken. We saw Will Honus go first, and then Cam Taylor-Britt went later, and now you took Ty Robinson. We all have one defensive player. You're the first one to take a defensive lineman. Did you consider anyone else, or was it was it the buzz about Ty Robinson is so strong that you didn't want to miss out on a potential uh, – rocket ship here well there's palpable buzz and i'm not going to tell you who the other guy considered because i'm probably going to get him on the way back so brunts uh, is catching on to my strategy ty robinson is my guy i I thought that i could fish a little bit about his board (laughs) and then snipe somebody this is how the uh, nfl draft works you know the guy calls in a pick and then leans over to the guy next to him and be like hey you know what 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 are you hearing next round that kind of thing well they're doing it over zoom too so we just beat him to the punch Mm mm-hmm we're just smarter than everybody else. I think that's the case here. All right. Um, I'm going to make a couple more picks on offense. I've got the framework of, of a team that I feel pretty good about. You have Brandon Hymas and, and Bryce Benhart are my tackles. I've got Chris Hickman could play either wide receiver or tight end, and I have Elante Brown as well. And so I, I'm happy with what I've done there. But I, and, and Cam Taylor-Britt on defense. But I'm going to go back-to-back offensive picks here with my next two. I'm going to go ahead and select my third offensive lineman. I've got two tackles. Why not get that center point taken care of? We're going to go ahead and take Will Farniak. We want to make sure we don't have any snapping issues. We're going to be rock solid right there in the middle. And, uh, you know, we we didn't know what would happen if Brunts decided to hoard centers as well, too. I I didn't really want to go down the the depth chart and and see – what what could be going on there. So I, I wanted to get this pick out of the way. And then with this next one, and I could probably wait, but I had a really, I felt like, illuminating conversation with Kenyatta Watson the other day. And he basically said that Ronald Tompkins has progressed really well, that there was expectation that he could be involved in things uh, sooner. And who knows? That's a guy that, again, if he could stay healthy – and they had to clean some things up. It wasn't a full surgery for him in October of last year. If he can stay healthy, there's going to be an opportunity of playing time. I want to get my running back off the board. I'm going to go ahead and take Ronald Tompkins as well and solidify that position for me. We are now back to Michael Brooks. So that, that's good research. Uh, you know, your scouting yeah, I, department. You know, why not call the, the foremost expert down in Georgia and, and get a little help? Did you tell him you were really concerned about your running back situation in a fake fake football draft and you needed to know what was going on? Is that, is I, that read him some names. I read him some names after I removed Ramir Johnson, Diedrich Mills, and, <laughs> and Brody Belt, and he'd never heard of them. So <laughs> that was a sure sign I needed to go with Ronald Tompkins. All right, so we're, we're going to stick on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I've, got, uh, I've got Ty Robinson – I need somebody in the secondary. I need a playmaker back there. I'm going to go with uh, Deontay Williams, who's my guy at safety. Uh, Probably the biggest missing piece for Nebraska on defense last year. His injury really screwed things up for him in terms of what they could do and moving guys around. I'm not going to make that mistake. I'm taking Deontay Williams. Okay. That's a good pick. Brian, how do you feel like things have gone? We've gone now, what, uh, four picks since you last selected Ethan Piper. You still feel good about where your team sits and what's on the board? I think so. Um, 
nobody took who I was going to take next. I think he's still available. By the way, I might end up doing that beating the annoying guy in the fantasy <laughs> draft who accidentally picks guys who've been picked already. Um, but you can set me straight if that happens. My next pick is JoJo Doman, outside linebacker JoJo Doman. He is available, and he is now on your roster. Did you just send me a, a sheet? Yeah, because <laughs> I didn't want you to sound dumb. <laughs> All right, fine. So I get to go again. No, I don't. You do. Yes, you do. Okay. <laughs> Too late. Uh, he tried to make him not sound dumb, and he took care of it on his own. <laughs> okay, my next pick um, is Brant Banks, uh, who I feel – uh, was getting some bu- some early spring buzz before we were rudely disrupted. Uh, Brant Bakes was story of the he was sort of the story of the first week really because he was getting a lot of talk at the press conference as Hymas's backup at left tackle, and then he went and played hoops and uh, should have got in the scoring column at the Big Ten tournament, but missed a couple free throws unfortunately. Um, but I'm taking Brant Banks. He looked like a hoops god with that headband on, though, and that flowing hair. Yeah, the picture will always be there for us, and that's all that really matters. That's that's the last memory I have seared in my brain of simpler times when sports were a thing. Did, so. did Hoiberg talk about how good Noah Vedrill and Brant Banks are? Uh, he did not today. They did not come up. We're looking forward, Mike, not looking back. Well, I mean, you could have very easily been like, well – have you considered just adding those guys full-time to your roster? There's, there's no room. They're full up, aside <laughs> from one. So, uh, But we can get into that next week. Uh, I, need, I need a little corner help, guys. I need a little more help on defense. Um, Don't do it. What, what am I going to do, Mike? You might take a guy that I want to take. Well, I'm going to take Braxton Clark. I, I like that's a, a that's a guy. Congratulations. I, I like a rangy quarterback, a guy that it was at Purdue, I believe. He held up pretty well um, in that game. Made a couple plays. Looked physical. Uh, I, I like uh, his, his long term potential. I, I'm I'm noticing a trend on my team. I'm trending a little young with the guys that I'm picking, uh, but Braxton Clark is my guy at corner. Yeah, I mean you're you're treating this like it's a keeper league and the rest of us are treating it like we want to win. Well, that's true. Fair. No. Yeah, it's, it's the money ball approach over here. <laughs> you got analytics, huh? <laughs> Advanced. You got Jonah Hill on speed dial. All right. Uh, it is back to me for two picks. I was very strongly considering Braxton Clark. I'm looking real heavy on the, the defensive side of the ball right now. And I think my next two picks are going to be defensive players. I'm going to go with a defensive lineman that I had a lot of belief in last year that I thought was going to have a better season. He did okay, um, but he was overshadowed certainly by what Khalil Davis was able to do at the defensive end spot. And there's a lot more out there for Ben Stilley. And I think having the same defensive line coach or the same defensive coach for the first time in his career for multiple seasons – maybe that can help him out. And so I, I think that he's a guy that uh, can be a little bit better than what we've seen from him at defensive end. And I'm going to go ahead and lock that in as my pick here. And then moving forward with my next pick, again, want to stay on the defensive side of the ball. There's a lot of different ways you can go here. I mean, I can, I can add to that defensive line still. I've got Cam Taylor Britt back there. He could either be a safety or a corner. Really wanted to keep myself flexible there. I'm going to follow the Brunt's path, though. Instead of, instead of going with, with some experience, I'm going to go with a guy that there's a fair amount of buzz about, and I'm going to, I'm going to go back to my Georgia researcher. Ken, you know, Kenyatta Watson's really excited about what Miles Farmer can do, and he, he believes Miles Farmer is going to spend very little time at safety in his career, thinks he's going to grow into being an outside linebacker. We think he's still a safety, and that's where we're going to slide him here with our next pick. Wow, that's a lot of that's a lot of information in those two picks. Well, you know, you you got to be able to hype up your guys. I mean, it's players on my team have played before, not so much for you, unless you just want to run the loop of Ty Robinson against Wisconsin over and over. But so be it. I mean, I'll take a six foot four, three hundred and fifteen pound defensive end slash tackle. I mean, that's that's not bad. 
Yeah. No, I, I'm not saying it's bad. Do you dislike Ty Robinson in the same way that Brian dislikes Jack Stoll? I don't even know if that's possible. I've never called a guy out completely and then it, made fun of his haircut. It feels like that fire is burning a little hot right now. Uh, so back to me. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue on the the youth train. I, I'm gonna I need another corner. Um, you guys think you're gonna play a little bit of the passing offense? I, I'm gonna come back with. Uh, I don't know what was said about Quentin Newsom um, in, in your Georgia research, uh, but I'm gonna take Quentin Newsom. At, at my pick here. So give me my two lockdown corners, big rangy guys uh, can help me on special teams as well. So I, I like Quentin Newsom there. All right. We have reached the end of round 10 with pick number 30. Hopefully Brian has filled in the information that I sent him. So he knows he's been selected since the last time he was up. But we've got BC for two here. Man, that was kind of a dress down right there. Yeah. Um, it's getting, it's getting tense. I got to make this a good pick after that. You know who hasn't been picked? This is a snub. DiCaprio Boodle. Oh, yeah. That's my pick. Well, Brunch I'm was taking, busy taking the, uh, the young guys in the room. He was leaving you the seasoned veterans. Yeah. I like all, I like all the young guys, but uh, – Where are you, ta- you, you going to put Boodle? Where is he going to play for you? Well, that's the beauty of it. You could play Boodle anywhere in the back end. But um, you ask – Eric Chenander. Was that a little bit of a weird pun there? You could play Boodle anywhere in the back end? He's trying to no. trying to get a little joke in there? No, it wasn't. <laughs> but but you, anyway, um, yeah, Eric Chenander says he's like the most reliable defender, him and Markel Dismuke. So I know he doesn't have a pick in his career, but I think they're going to come in bunches uh, in my scheme uh, that I'll have him in. Uh, so Boodle is my pick, and then I get to go again. That's how this works. I figured it out now. Um, DeAndre Thomas. I like DeAndre Thomas. I thought was going to have a huge last year, and I was surprised he was kind of minimized. Uh, Tony Tuioti though really likes him, and if you go back to last fall camp, was very high on DeAndre Thomas's potential. And I feel like this is the year we really start to see it and we see him get more snaps. And, and he's, he's a guy uh, I think could give you a little bit of a pass rush presence too from the D-line. I'm getting a little concerned about the amount of depth uh, on the defensive line that's available. I'm going to go with my guy Snacks, everybody's favorite defensive lineman. I'm going with Damian Daniels. Uh, I'm going to run, I think, a 4-3 defense, guys. Um, I, I didn't – I didn't know – we didn't really say what we were doing with defense in terms of that 4-3, 3-4. But I'm going to run a 4-3, and I want, uh, I want snacks next to, uh, to Ty Robinson. So I'm going to go with uh, Damian Daniels. All right. So Brunt's once again trying to, trying to get after a little position scarcity, throw off everybody's draft board. Hog and nose tackles. I, yeah. I appreciate it. I, I like that he came with an interesting strategy. I like that he's he's ultimately he says four three, but he might end up with a five two by the time he's done with this. Hey, hey. Everybody loves the five two. There's nothing wrong with the five two. I'm not I'm not saying you should deter from the five two. I'm just saying that that's a, a possibility for you and, and I think it's one that we should consider. Mm-hmm. All right. So Brunch just went with Damian Daniels. BC went with DeAndre Thomas. I wasn't necessarily thinking I was gonna go defensive line here, but I don't want to get left out. And I'm kind of excited about this guy. He had a little buzz to him in March. He's an early enrollee. He originally attended North Carolina and then bounced back, ended up at junior college, and then was part of Nebraska's 2020 class. I'm talking about Jordan Riley, who I think could be a real nice run stuffer right there in the middle of that defensive line. I'm going to play him at nose tackle, but don't be surprised if he plays a little defensive end as well. Yeah, that's a good pick. I, I only paused dramatically so you guys could fill the gap with praise of, of my work. I, oh, I thought you were going to go with another, another pick. I, I, well, I, I will, but I wanted the praise first. I appreciate you rolling the dice with a guy we haven't seen yet. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have to. <laughs> we're going to be running out of players that we've seen. Uh, and then I'm going to go to the offensive side of the ball here. I'm going to take another player we really haven't seen much of. We've heard a little about him. He might be – might be a potential return man for Nebraska in, in 2020. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take 
Peanut Houston as one of my wide receivers and put him with Elante Brown and Chris Hickman. If Brunts is running a 4-3, I think my offense is going to have three wide and, and a single back set. So no fullback for me. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, huh. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to continue to stay on the uh, defensive side of the ball. And I need, I need a guy to set the tone for things, right? I need somebody that kind of plays with his hair on fire, preferably somebody that's got a little bit of a mullet, a little bit of an attitude. Uh, I'm going to go with Garrett Nelson as one of my outside linebackers. Uh, we, we saw him quite a bit last year. You're going to see him a, a lot more on my defense, probably in your backfields. So uh, Garrett Nelson's the pick. Brunson's getting a little cocky, it feels like. There's just a little bit of cockiness to it after his picks. BC doesn't like it. <laughs> he thought this was going to be a nice, friendly draft. And yeah. there's, there's barbs being thrown. He's, it's his reputation has been sullied a little bit. Uh, you know, it, it's been a little rough on BC. And I'm worried about my defensive line. <laughs> um, Get that man some help. <laughs> Well, Nebraska my pick, correct? Offensive line for a while, so that's fitting. It is your pick, Brian. All right. Um, I guess. Oh, I'm gonna that's go not a good Pete. way to start it. No, I'm confidently going to. Confidently going with Keem Green. Oh, there you go. Uh, Keem Green seems like he's about the only potential nose option you could throw, say. Um. And it sounds like he did have it on the serious talk about him. It sounds like he had a good uh, few months of winter conditioning, according to Chenander and Tony Tuioti, uh, got himself in a little bit better shape. And, uh, you know, he's a guy who a lot of people thought when he came here uh, could be a game changer. Uh, we don't know that yet, but uh, I'm going to bank on it. And Keem Green is my guy. Is he going to wear a single number for you? Uh, yes, he will. Okay. I like that. Uh, slimming. It's slimming on guys. Um, okay. My next pick is going to be, uh, Markel. yeah, Markel Dismuke. Uh, so, so now I've got Boodle and Dismuke who, uh, who know their stuff. They can pass all the quizzes in the meeting rooms. Um, and I'm going to be pretty good on the back end with those guys. So, uh, Markel Dismuke. I like that pick. I think he's, I think he's going to play a lot. I think you're going to see a lot of rotation at safety in 2020. All right. I, I'm sticking on defense. I, I, I feel like there's, there's still a little bit of offensive depth that I can circle around and get to. But uh, defensive end, I've got Ty Robinson. I've got Damian Daniels in the middle. I'm going to go with Casey Rogers on the edge. Uh, we're, we're trying to, to really kind of build that wall up front. And uh, – He's a guy that Tony Tuioti is, is looking at him towards that, that group of six that he would play right away. So give, give me Casey Rogers to uh, give me three of my four defensive linemen. He was really good in the spring game last year too. Was he? If we're talking about – yeah, he was pretty good. He, he, uh, he made some good plays. So if you're talking just about spring guys and this is what it's kind of about, definitely. I like that pick. I think he's going to work his way into the rotation. I think so, too. All right. Well, I, I also like that pick and was kind of hoping I could sneak Casey Rogers onto my team. But I don't know if I was going to be able to make that pick because I started to look at linebacker depth and got really concerned. I don't have any outside linebackers or any inside linebackers. And as you guys might know, it, it gets thin in a hurry there. And so I'm going to take an outside linebacker and an inside linebacker with my next two picks. We're going to go Caleb Tanner. We're going we're gonna to hope that this is a year that the breakout happens. We think that with Mike Dawson, he might learn a thing or two and, and uh, have the opportunity to be a little bit more of a pass rusher than what we've seen so far. And then Colin Miller is just a rock-solid inside linebacker. I feel good about that situation, and uh, I'm excited to add him onto my defense. Yeah, I, was, I was looking at inside linebacker, needing somebody there, and Miller was my guy. If I can't have Colin Miller, give me a Va Maga Clements. I'm uh, I'm going with the new guy. He's got great highlights. 
that that's, uh, carries a lot of weight in my draft room. So, uh, Va Maga Clements is my uh, – Vaha. Just, just Va. Va. Just yeah, va. I, I got him confused there. <laughs> I'm so uh, used to, like, Etava. Don't, 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 like, don't, don't try to give me a defensive lineman. I, I'm going with just Va. Well, I don't know if Vaha's around anymore. <laughs> I, I don't uh, think he's draft eligible. No. Uh, so Bob Michael Clements is going to be my lone inside linebacker. We're getting sideline to sideline, guys. I like it. All right. I think this is our, our last pick before we're going to take a, a quick break. We'll reassess where our teams are at. You guys can check the math. But I think it leaves us with eight picks or eight rounds left after BC makes his pick here. All right. That's um, correct. That is correct. Mapped it. Nailed it. I'm pretty excited about this pick. Um, Javen Wright. Where are you going to play him? That's the thing. I don't know yet. But uh, I, I know where I want Nebraska to play him. Now, where he fits on this roster, we'll see how it all comes together. But I hope they just say, all right, Javen, put on some, uh, you know, put on 15, 20 LBs and let's, let's go at outside linebacker because I think he's just made for that. Uh, um, so I kind of like that idea, and that might be where he is in my defense. Uh, but Javen Wright, in a draft like this, I think you could play him safety corner, outside backer. That's why I like to like him. I like and he's it. really a fo- football – high football IQ, Eric Chenander says. He's been really impressed with him. I like that pick, Brian. All righty. I think that uh, – I think it's a good, good value selection. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break here and give everybody a chance to, to reassess their draft board as we look to finish these final eight rounds. And then we'll, we'll see what kind of team we have put together. I, I'm already sensing uh, – I've got a little concern uh, about a few areas that I still have to fill out. So we'll, we'll see what it looks like when we get the full roster. And uh, we'll draft the next eight rounds after this. Hello everyone, it's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search the rest is football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meats. Should you ever set foot outside of the hotel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. And we are back. All right, gentlemen, did you use that time well? Did you study up on on the roster? Do you know which direction you want to go? No, I, I uh, I've got concerns about my offense. I, I we're we're going power football. And I just realized that I uh, I still need three starting offensive linemen, so uh, it's 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 a little tense over here. I think is the way I would describe the mood. Okay, well that's uh, that's not great. That that sounds a little concerning, actually. The good thing is the offensive line seems to be very deep this year, so you have that going for you. Yes, that's true. So I'm up. That's you are up. All right. Um, all right. I'm going to go with uh, Tate Wildeman. Um, I need another defensive lineman. Uh, Tate Wildeman, highly thought of as a recruit. This is sort of a, a big year for him um, where he needs to kind of work his way into the rotation. Otherwise, you're going to start getting recruited over by other guys. So I think he's going to be motivated and uh, – I think he will fit well alongside uh, Keem Green and DeAndre Thomas. So 
I'm uh, my D line is uh, betting on guys who uh, should have a chip on their shoulder. You running a three four? Is, is that the? Uh, I think so. Four? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to the offensive side of the ball. I realized during a break that I do not have a starting offensive tackle. And, you know, one guy, you know, my, my team skews a little young. I'll, I'll give you that. But uh, one guy who's kind of been through it a little bit, been through a lot, uh, and, and we like his leadership potential, Christian Gaylord, offensive tackle. Uh, just put him next to Bo Wilson. That's a lot of, uh, a lot of football over there on the right side. Yeah, and the uh, the extra year of eligibility, I believe he tore his ACL, is that correct? That's correct. All right, so uh, he'll provide some depth for Nebraska, to be sure. All right, I was looking, and there's some positions that are just real scary. And I think you guys are otherwise solidified, but I am not. So I am, I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to take a little bit of a risk. We're, we're going to be real young in that secondary. We're going to go back-to-back picks here with the secondary. I'm going to take a true freshman, and I'm going to go with Jaden Francois as one of my cornerbacks. And I really like him. He, he's got a, a really good ability to just make plays on the ball. I mean, this is a guy that had 10 interceptions as a junior in high school. He followed it up with several more as a senior, even though teams were staying away from him. I think that he might have been a guy that, that was set to have a nice camp, um, but he didn't obviously get that opportunity because everything was cut short. So we're banking on the, the talent of former four-star Jaden Francois out of South Dade. And then we're going to go with another four-star defensive back. We're, we're banking on these recruiting rankings because we believe in 24-7 sports. I'm going to go with Noah Pola Gates. And I'm going to slide him in at safety, which means Cam Taylor-Britt's going to move over to corner for me. And that gives me three freshmen and Cam Taylor-Britt in my secondary. The good news is when I play Brunts, the ball's never going to get thrown. So I'm not too worried about that right now. (laughs) It's going to be four yards and a cloud of dust all day. All day. But our secondary is built, and we feel good about it. (laughs) All right, so – Looking at areas that I still need to, uh, to to get a little bit more depth here, uh, I, I don't have a left tackle. I don't have a left guard right now. I can move those things around, obviously. Why not get a guy that can play either? I'm going to go with Brock Bando off my list, uh, a guy who stepped in a, a little bit last season, showed some promise. Uh, so I, I think he can be a guy that can give me a little uh, – a little something on that offensive line. I'm going Brock Bando with my pick here. All right. That makes sense. I was going to go lineman too. Um, I still have two spots on my own line to fill out. And I need, uh, with what I've got, I need some interior help. Um, so I'm going to go with Trent Hickson, I believe is still available. He is. Uh, yes. And, uh, Trent Hickson is one of those guys who, I mean, he, he's, he started last year, so you got to give him that. I think some people are a little down on him because he was inconsistent at times. But you got to remember, this is a walk-on guy locally who is still just in the middle of his career. And I, I wouldn't bet against him being one of those guys when we talk about developers that really turns it on um, and is going to be pretty motivated to improve himself as a player especially with all those young guns, you know, barking at him. So I'm going to say Trent Hickson is going to, is going to play with his hair on fire this year. My next pick, um, Nick Henrich. Uh, should fill my middle backers out, uh, and I'll pair him with uh, Will Honus, who I took earlier. Um, I'm excited to see Henrich after the injuries kind of buckled him when he had some momentum going last spring. Um, it was close between him and Luke Reimer, though. I mean, Luke Reimer's a guy. I think he's still on the board. And uh, Thanks, BC. Uh, yeah. Good work. <laughs> Sorry. Not supposed to do that, huh? The Vikings aren't supposed to tell the Bears, like, hey, so, so-and-so's still out there. Hey, Trubisky's <laughs> still on the board, guys. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it works. But actually, Luke Reimer I actually like a lot. But I'll take Nick Henrich, and someone else is going to get the joys of uh, walk on Luke Reimer. Well, I've already got my inside backers of Schaefer. It's uh, it's all to hey. you, Cal. Uh, well, that works out well. 
Yeah, so an assist to BC is the John, the John Stockton of Nebraska spring drafts. <laughs> um, so I'm going to stay on the offensive side of the ball. I need to complete my, my line. Nebraska's got a lot of young tackle types who we have not seen. Uh, but just kind of going off of, uh, you know, a little here, a little there. I'm going to go with Jimmy Fritchie as my, uh, my offensive tackle of the future, the guy I'm going to try to build around uh, going forward. So uh, as you recall, a, a little bit of a, a Donnie Brook at the end between Clemson uh, near home and Nebraska to get him. But uh, Jimmy Fritchie is going to be my outside guy, and we're ready to, uh, to, to, to pick up some yards on the ground. All right. I like that pick. I'm, I'm over here. I'm pondering a bunch of different scenarios. I, I think there's a lot of ways that I can go with these two picks and, and certainly a lot of different things I can do to, to kind of complete some areas of my team. I'm now thinking I took peanut Houston. Why not add another wide receiver and just load up? I'll get three of the four scholarship wide receivers on my roster and actually four out of the five because Chris Hickman can play wide receiver too. We're going to go to a four-wide offense, and we're just going to eschew the tight end position entirely. Why not? We don't need it. And if we do, we can just slide Chris Hickman in. He can either play split out or he can play in line. I mean, that's the sort of versatility that we have. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Jamie Nance here, and that really solidifies what I'm trying to do on the, uh, the offensive side of the ball. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. And – since Wait, I'm already career catches for your your wide receivers are zero, am I correct? Did Chris Hickman Unless, catch a ball? If if Chris Hickman caught a pass, I have one. <laughs> he had a I, target, I know. He was targeted in that Purdue game. And Andrew Martinez hit him in the ankles. I will be fascinated to see what direction you decide to go if your wide receivers and if they have more catches than mine. They don't, but they're not there to catch. <laughs> oh, so you, you've been out there scouting the block? <laughs> We've been looking. Yeah, you really, really put some thought into that. All right. So I am uh, I am going to go with, for my next pick, another offensive lineman. Actually, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to go ahead and take an outside linebacker and get that closed up to pair with Caleb Tanner. I've got what I think is a speed rusher on one side. We'll go with a power component on the other. We're going to take true freshman Blaze Gunnarsson. We think that Nebraska staff is pretty high on him for a reason. We'll see if they are ultimately correct. So those are my picks for this round. Jamie Nance and Blaze Gunnarsson. All right, so we're getting to that point in the draft where we need to kind of solidify things a little bit. Uh, I'm going to take care of the defensive line, uh, running that 4-3, maybe a little bit more challenged here to, to find somebody, but I'm going to go with a guy that I personally liked his high school film. I, I like what his trajectory is in his career. I'm going to go with Mosai Newsom as my defensive end to uh, complete that group. So I have both. I like that pick a lot. I have both Newsoms now, I guess. Spelled differently. Smart. Newsoms stick together. Yep. Okay. Yeah, this is getting tricky. This is where uh, this is where the big brains have to rise up. I am going to say Timon Lynam. Timon Lynam. Come on, line him. He's my corner. I'm going to put him opposite of DiCaprio Boodle. When he got to campus uh, as an early enrollee, he uh, gained like 15 pounds of muscle in a couple weeks. There was, some, there was a little bit of buzz about him. I like his length, and I trust Travis Fisher's evaluation process. Uh, I think he's going to be a sleeper. So, uh, Timon, line him. And then I need one more lineman. And I'm going to get a little tricky. I'm going to go – I believe he is available in this draft because he was here. I'm going with our man from Colorado State, Noradeen <laughs> Nuili. That is tricky. Um, uh... 
We would Are you going to let him sit out a year? <laughs> See, that's, that's where I didn't know where we were going with this. But um, I figured he, uh, he, we would file a waiver in the in – the Just see what happens. Best. Yeah. yeah. That makes or sense. Else we'll just play with, or else we'll just play with four O-linemen. I'll just say my, my team's on the field like Hoosiers. All right, I, I'm uh, I'm I'm still lacking an outside linebacker. I've got Garrett Nelson on one side. I, I like the strength on that side. Just because of depth, we're 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 getting into guys that maybe you don't know a ton about or haven't seen a ton uh, at all, really. Uh, I'm kind of going off of uh, you know the 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 physical makeup of the kid. I'm going with Jameen Graham, an outside linebacker. We we like a we like a rangy defender in in my defensive coaching group, and uh, I, I think Jameen Graham he's a guy you can you can kind of project for the future that uh, he's going to have something going there. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys. I was kind of curious to see what Mike Dawson was going to have to say about uh, when he got a chance to actually work with him this spring. He's someone I think people sort of forget about because of guys like Blaze Gunnarsson and, and some of these other outside linebackers. He was part of that 2019 class and, and was a late get for him, but someone they they were pretty fired up about in December when they, they went out and found him in Alabama. So I like that pick from Brunts there. I am – I'm looking at my roster, trying to figure out where I've got the biggest, the biggest needs. There's only four picks left, and so – I got a, I got some different ways I can go with it. I already took a couple true freshmen. I might as well just continue this route. I've really turned this into to Brunt's team, I guess, in, in some ways. But I'm also going to get a little tricky with the offensive line. I don't know where his future home is entirely. But I think Turner Corcoran could make a really good guard. And we're going to go ahead and take Nebraska's top commitment from last year's class. We're going to slide him inside the guard. I think that's going to be his home because of guys like Brant Banks and Jimmy Fritchie and some of these others. And I could see him playing at guard early than later. So we're, we're going to go ahead with Turner Corcoran with one of those picks. And let's just go ahead and take Luke Reimer. We'll solidify our, our inside linebacker position, and we will worry about defensive line or our remaining offensive line spot when we come back to finish this thing up. So I, uh, I've got – I need two wide receivers and I need a safety. I'm going with safety. I, I need some uh, some veteran presence in my group. Uh, so give me Eli Sullivan. I, I want uh, uh-huh. I want a guy no. who's been around the block a little <laughs> bit. A guy that's no. always always in the right spot. Uh, get, give me Eli Sullivan to uh, to pair with Deontay Williams. It's a lot of a lot of snaps back there. Ah, screw you, Brunts. It's cover up, BC. Man. Man, that one hurt. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> that was one of those picks I had stocked up, and I just thought he's mine. You spring, know, like that. Spring fantasy football is cutthroat. <laughs> I guess now I'm scrambling. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I need. I need a quarterback. So, you probably need a GM. Uh, we've we've left. Uh, <laughs> My t- hey, hey, my team is looking fine, sir. <laughs> um. <laughs> a, a cursory glance at your roster shows me that perhaps you would be wise to take a quarterback before the end of this draft. Yeah, I'm going to take a, wide, a quarterback right here. Um, I'm taking Noah Vedrill, who's still on the board. Uh, and that's, by the way, anyone listening shouldn't take that as any slight to Noah Vedrill. It's just I think I knew I could wait to take him. Um, because of the, you guys had yours. Does Schaefer have a QB? He does. I have Adrian. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, right. He do. My <laughs> offense. I have all the wide receivers. I have Adrian Martinez. Good luck. All right. Fair enough. Um. Well, no, Vadril. Um. I think uh, knows the offense as well as anybody, and uh, I, I I feel good about that pick. Um. I'm scrambling a little bit. I need one more wide receiver. <laughs> It's going to get uncomfortable here the last few rounds. Ah. I don't know who to bet on the most, but. Don't do it. Well, I was going to take Christian Banker. All right. That's fun. 
what? I, I was going to take a walk-on wide receiver, too, and that's not, not the walk-on wide receiver I was going to take, so it's fine. Take take him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're down on Christian Banker. <laughs> not at all. Pride I, of Omaha, Pride of Omaha, Scott. Um, Wandale, uh, when Wandale was up there in March, he was talking about the receivers, and Banker, Bankshell was one of the guys he mentioned. Um, so I'm going to say Christian Banker. Been around a while. So he knows things. Uh, you're taking Banker. I'm going to take Bennett Folkers. Uh, that, that was my, okay. uh, my, my walk on wide receiver. 6'2", 205. He's going to, uh, to wreck some of your guys' small defensive, uh, defensive edge guys. So uh, I will take Bennett Folkers as my next pick. All right. I had to do – I do a little bit of research here and I've got the next two picks and I get to finish off my, my squad. Um, you didn't leave me a whole lot of defensive linemen to, to kind of wade through here. So I, I had to, I had to dig a little bit deep and I am going to go with a six foot four, 290 pound junior out of Cherokee, Iowa. I'm talking about Ben Lingenfelter. He is, uh, he's going to slide in as a, a defensive end for me, but I reserve the right that I can swap Jordan Riley out on the edge at times too if I need to. But we, we're going to go with, we're gonna go with Lingenfelter. And uh, to finish up our draft. He's a Husker legacy. Our, it means a lot to him. Well, he's going to be a legacy on our team too. And we're just excited to give him this opportunity. I have one more pick left. I need another offensive lineman. I felt like I could really wait. Once I got Brandon Hymas and Bryce Van Hart, I felt like I could kind of wait because there's so much depth on the offensive line. I'm going to go up another guy uh, that is a walk-on, but there's there's a little bit of buzz about him or has been in the past. We're going to go with A.J. Forbes to, to finish things out on our offensive line. He's going to be our right guard. He'll help out with Bryce Van Hart right there and Will Farniak to his left. So – Ben Lingenfelter and AJ Forbes to finish off my spring team. All right, I uh, I need one wide receiver. Uh, I would like to point out that at this point, what I could do is I could move Luke McCaffrey to wide receiver. That's what I figured you were going to do, and take Logan Smothers here. Uh, yeah, and while I'm tempted to do that, I'm not going to because I think that Luke McCaffrey can be a damn good quarterback in my system. So with a wing tee. With the wing tee. I need a little size on the outside. I need somebody that can go up and get the ball and do a little blocking on the perimeter. Give me Ty Chafin, a senior walk-on out of Burwell. Six foot five, 215 pounds. The other thing I thought about doing was moving a tight end out there like a Raftall or an Austin Allen, but Ty Chafin's my guy from Burwell. Pride of Burwell. All right, B. You like what you'd you- – you like what you'd seen on film from Chafin, did you? I did. He's a big uh, – he's a physical presence on the end. I, I want to see your guys' tiny little corners lined up from his 6'5", 215-pound Burwell mountain of a man. We got That's why I got Tamon Lynham. He's got that length. <laughs> All right. We I got, need one more pick. Yep. We got BC here. This is Mr. Irrelevant. He'd love to take Jack Stoll in this spot, but he can't. Who's it going to be? Okay. Uh, Brunt screwed me a little bit. It was My draft was all falling in place because I liked Eli Sullivan as my safety, and then I was going to have Javen Wright be my uh, outside backer. Because he did that, I might have to move Javen Wright to uh, the secondary, which is fine for a year, and then we'll move him to outside backer next year. Um, it's between – I need an outside linebacker, and Garrett Snodgrass is list, you would consider a, a middle backer right now. Uh, but I think when he was a recruit, we all agreed, and it was said he could be – they could put him anywhere. It was, that was sort of the thought at the time. Like, he, even he was like – what? Even he was open to that. You're just going to change his position entirely? Well, to outside backer. He can handle it. Um, I'm between – I haven't made my pick yet, though. I'm between him and Jackson Hanna. 
who is still also available, who I think could play. Maybe, maybe he's more of a natural fit at outside linebacker. Um, I am going to go with Jackson Hanna after deliberating because uh, I feel like he could fit into that mold well. There's been some talk about the possibility of him being there. Um, and he was a guy that we all loved on our Super Sixes. It's just a matter of him, you know, adding, bulking up and becoming that guy in the next year or so. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet on him doing it quicker than later. Jackson Hanna. A lot of deliberation in the draft room. I, I like that. It's the, you could, yeah. the tension was palpable. That would also be a very inappropriate way to draft a guy if you suggested you were going to pick somebody else and they showed him and his family at home getting all excited. And then you're like, psych, we're actually going a different route. So I apologize for that. But yeah, Jackson handles the pick. All right, BC, when you take a look at your team, what do you feel like your strengths are here? Well, I got friggin' Wandale, uh, so that's good. Um, <laughs> I, Brunt's a strength, sorry, he had the number one pick. <laughs> so basically like, what BC said is he screwed up the whole draft after he took one. Oh, I like my old line. My old line, I, my tackles are Banks and Farniak, who I like. My center is Ethan Piper. My guard is returning starter Trent Hickson in New Italy, who's Started at, at uh, Colorado State, whose name I'm still learning how to pronounce. But I think it's Newelli. Noradeen Newelli. Yeah, he's my right guard. And then. Uh, so your right guard is ineligible to play. Unless you <laughs> get a waiver. He, he's going to get a waiver. The NCAA is going to be so lax on things right now after everything we've gone through. He's going to he'll be approved. That's true. Um, so I like uh, I like my defense too. I like my linebackers. I got Honus um, and Nick Henrich in the middle. That's a very good middle linebacker crew. I got Doman and uh, Jackson Hanna. That's not a bad uh, middle group, and my secondary is pretty good too. Dismuke Boodle. Um, I like Lynham and uh, Javen Wright. I feel good about the defense. All right. Well, Brunt, how do you – you had the most interesting strategy. You uh, you decided to build your team out of two formations that Nebraska doesn't run currently. Yes. Which is always – you know, it, it worked so well for Bob Diaco in 2017. I, I'm glad that you decided to go with it yourself. Uh, how are you feeling? Well, luckily we're taking a different approach than Bob Diaco did in 2017. And You're not going to work – In all areas, I'm not holding my microphone either like I'm on The Price is Right. So um, – I, I like uh, I like the 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 three headed monster of McCaffrey, Mills, and Johnson. I think we're going to run for a lot of yards. I like the young potential of my offensive line, and you know I I like uh, I like the defensive line with with Robinson, Daniels, and Rogers, and I, I think we can get something done in the secondary with uh, two very physical corners and Braxton Clark and Quentin Newsom, and uh, some some uh, talented kind of locker room guys and Deontay Williams and uh, Eli Sullivan. Did you, what do you, what do you consider the weakness of your squad right now? I don't Is think the, we have one. I, th- uh, I think oh, it's wow. a situation. I think the only, the only weakness we have is we're going to hurt some feelings. And, and that's, that's sad. That, that's really, really hoping you're going to say the only weakness we have is our schedule referring to BC. <laughs> and, I, and I was going to be so proud of you in that moment. No, but uh, I wish I would have said that. Uh, but, no, we feel good about our, uh, our, our run-first team. All right. I, uh, I like how things kind of shook out for me. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be after, after Tuesday's draft. I thought I was going to go a different route. But I ended up with a pretty solid defense. I feel like I'm pretty balanced over there. A little bit worried about the the run game with Ronald Tompkins. I don't know if I can really bank on that at this point. Uh, but I do have quarterback run game in Adrian Martinez. He just needs to be as fast as he was his freshman year and more assertive according to our message board of our, our team. Uh, they, they just really want him to be more assertive. So we'll see if that happens. But uh, I have all the scholarship wide receivers saved for Wandale. Maybe that means something. Maybe it doesn't. We'll find out when these uh, when these games are played. Are there 
was there any any snubs, anybody that should have been drafted that you're looking to try to sign as an undrafted free agent right now? Well, I mean, did anybody take Luke Reimer? Is he still available? Luke Reimer's my inside. He's one of my inside linebackers. Okay. The other guy I was thinking when when BC was kind of hemming and hawing about his linebacker and safety situation, Isaac Gifford's out there. Um, that that was one guy I kind of wondered if you if you wanted a a chess piece you can maybe move around a little bit as I make my moving around gesture. Uh, I, th- that that might be one direction you could have gone, but I I don't know that there was uh, anybody else. We, we also took a pretty hard look here when we were kind of looking at offensive linemen. Um, Matt Sichterman was one name that was yeah. left off the list that I thought about just because of his ability to play tackle guard or center, uh, but we, uh, we're, we're betting on the future a little bit more with him being his junior year. Oh, I thought about think, him too, and I went with A.J. Forbes. I think the depth of the O-line shows, uh, even in doing an exercise like this, because all of us could put together a unit where you could be like, yeah, you could do something with that, uh, which in a lot of years, and I know I'm not even meaning that in a joking way, would be hard when you got to like the third team. You'd just be like, what is this? And, I mean, there's a guy like, you know, Michael Lynn, and I don't think anyone took Michael Lynn. Um, Matthew Anderson's a young guy yep. uh, that they're, they're hoping for. Austin Allen, I don't think, got picked. Um, and he's a, he's a guy who's going to play a lot of snaps on offense. Um, Garrett Snodgrass jokes aside about the last pick. I, he was a scout team MVP last year. And is good. And uh, if you believe Mo Berry, he says he's the guy that's the sleeper in the middle linebacker competition. Um, so, Which you wanted to make him an outside linebacker and totally derail his development. <laughs> well, I was in a pinch. He, he, he understands. It's, and his dad's a coach. He knows that sometimes you just got to – you got to make do. You know, you got to – guys got to be versatile and move around. Um, I'm actually to, surprised that Brunts didn't draft him and then play him at quarterback because he could, he could have done that for Brunts' team with the offense they're going to run. I briefly thought about uh, Cam Taylor Britt early on and having him play quarterback for me, but uh, he was he was pretty early off the board. So I, I'm just looking because I have the official Keith Mann printed spring media guide that never happened. Um, I, I believe there were only a very let's see as I'm looking at it now. I believe the only returning letter winner who wasn't who weren't picked, Kurt Rappel, Austin Allen, Austin Allen, Lane McCallum was not picked, but um, that was because he was a kicker last year, and I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. So all the letter winners, aside from the two tight ends, got picked. So did we, did we pick all the early enrollees? No, Henry no. Gray didn't get selected. No, we got uh, Chase Contreras, obviously, because he was uh, – Contreras, sorry, because he uh, obviously was not part of this. Gifford, Gray, uh, Smothers was not picked, and then also uh, Xavier Trevino was yep. not picked as well. So, All right. Well, I, I think uh, we need to put these on the board and have the people decide now. Do you want to make this the uh, – should we should we should write about poll. our teams and vote tomorrow? Might have to be a poll, yes. All right. I, I like this idea. Let me know if you need me to send the, uh, the draft list to you, Brian, so you know who it's – Well, I, I think each guy should email me their, uh, how, they, <laughs> how, they would, how they would line up the guys. You know, you got to put that down, and then I'll put it all in – like it's a depth chart. Who's your left guard, your right guard, all that stuff. And uh, let's let the public decide on this. All right. We can, we can do that. We can absolutely do that. Okay. Well, uh, any final thoughts before we take off for the week? None. We're going to, we're going to go into the weekend, my squad, we're going to get better and we're going to come out uh, ready to play next week. Man, cocky guy. We're, we're <laughs> on to next week. My, my biggest takeaway is BC's turned off by competitive brunts. <laughs> The only thing Brunt, I'm not even thing, competitive. The only thing Brunt's team needs to guard against is overconfidence. <laughs> the way he's talking. We're going to be wearing camo next week, coming <laughs> out to practice. 
Yeah. Oh man. Should we we should have thrown it in an extra spot to draft an assistant coach to be our head coach of our team. Oh yeah. Uh, well, that, okay. that could have been a nice wrinkle to it. We'll have to keep yeah. that in mind next time. All right. That was a good exercise. Okay. Well, that is everything from us at Husker 24-7. Be sure to stop by the website. Keep checking out what we've got going on. BC had a great story on Christopher Paul and his mother, who is a nurse manager at their hospital in rural Georgia and everything that they're going through right now. Be sure to check that out. It's free on the website. And we've got plenty of other recruiting coverage and, and other things as they pop up as well. Bruns was involved with Fred Hoiberg's chat earlier today. I'm sure there'll be some stuff coming out of the new additions with the basketball team. So check all of that and more out at Husker 24-7. Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now.